0: Welcome to the Crossview Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy the message this morning. For more information, visit us at mycrossview.com. Well, welcome this morning to Church Online, uh, to the last week of the series that we're calling The Way Forward, where we're looking at God's call for us as a church into 2021 and beyond. I want to start this morning by asking you a few questions to think about. First, how is your life different because of your relationship with Jesus? What does Jesus mean to you? When you think about your life of faith, what are the moments that stick out in your mind? And if you had to tell the story of your walk with Jesus, how would that story go? What, how would you tell it? What elements would you include? I hope this morning uh, that God would capture your heart and mind with the idea of your story. Your story of faith. Because the idea that we can build a relationship with Jesus and that each of our stories are unique is an important part of our last, the last step of our discipleship pathway. Over the past four weeks, we've outlined where God is leading us as a church into 2021 and beyond. What we've tried to do is define a discipleship process for all of us to follow. First, we're going to dive deep into the word of God and into biblical teaching, letting God's, the truth of God's word and the powerful presence of his, of his presence begin to shape how we see the world around us. Second, we're going to do everything we can to take loving action for those around us in our lives and in our neighborhood, serving others by being for our community and being a blessing to our community. Third, we're going to prioritize making space in our lives for close personal relationships that lead to transformation and change. We want to deeply connect with other people all on the journey of faith together. And our final step, the final step of our discipleship pathway is the culmination of the first three and it leads back to the beginning. The final step of our discipleship pathway is to reach out to other people who are not connected to Jesus and connect them to Jesus by inviting them into the discipleship pathway and then walking that pathway together on a journey of faith. That's pretty cool, huh? As you've heard by now, the heart of our discipleship pathway is transformation and change. We all want to be growing. That's what we want to see. But hopefully you've also picked up on the fact that whether it's in person or online, we recognize that how people change is mostly in the context of relationships. A relationship with Jesus and a relationship with other imperfect people who are also on the journey of faith. Is that something that you want to be a part of? I know it's something that I want to be a part of. The last step, reaching out, is all about relationships. Essentially, the last step is how to be a good friend. And good friends share stories, stories of their lives, shared stories as we all experience life together. We want to see people in this last step simply be good and loving friends to those around them, sharing life together, sharing how you're different because of your faith, and inviting others into this discipleship pathway where they can create those stories for themselves. And this is where this online piece uh, can be really helpful. You might say to a friend, hey, are you struggling with depression? Well, I've got a great resource for my church that could help you out then you have an opportunity to follow up and maybe that resource, whatever it was, was helpful, giving you the opportunity to encourage them to keep going and to explore discipleship and to walk with them, to walk through their story and how Jesus might be shaping their story. That's a great way to be a friend and to build a relationship with people. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses four through five, we read this. But God is so rich in mercy And he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. Did you know and do you remember that you've received life through Jesus Christ? Did you know that the freedom you experienced is available to anyone? Now, I know that these are pretty rhetorical questions for those of us who have been following Jesus, but... God is so rich in mercy and that he loved us. He loved you so much that even though we were dead in our sins, he gave us life when he was raised to life. I want others to experience what I've been given through Jesus, that freedom, that mercy, that grace. I love this passage. It's likely a familiar passage to you. It reads as a great summary of what Jesus did for us on the cross. But don't miss the larger context of this passage. In part, Paul is drawing his readers to the realization that this is not only Paul's experience, but that it is theirs as well. In fact, it's for everyone who wants it. It's incredible. Look at the passage again. But God is so rich in mercy. He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you, you all, have been saved. So also just after these verses, Paul writes uh, about how those who were once outsiders, the Gentiles, are now just as united with Christ as anyone else. He's connecting two groups of people that were, were apart before. Look at Ephesians 2 verse 14. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. Look at Ephesians 2 verse 17. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. do you see that this can be the story for all of us and for those around us it's a bit like that moment when oprah on her show gave every the entire audience a, a, a new car right but this is way better and it's eternal you can have life and you can have life and you can have life and we need to see that in the in the the hope and the potential for that life and freedom for those around us. This is something that we should be so excited to share with others. And one of the best ways for us to begin to share that story, to shape our stories and to help other people have their own story with Jesus is to reach out in relationship, to be good friends and invite them to explore this process of discipleship. It's a great way forward for us as we reach out to those around us. Life and freedom in Jesus is available to all and people need to know it and they need good examples of real people who love and care for them, who have been changed by Jesus and that can be you. Did you know that about 80 to 90% of people who visit a church or who start a spiritual journey do so because someone asked them to or invited them into that process? And what I'm saying is this, that we can have the best social media posts, we can have the best online content on our website, which as you heard in week one, we're going to do really, we're going to do our best to have a really good uh, set of resources, really well done. But even with all of that, the most effective resource to reach out to someone is you and your story. We live in a very difficult time culturally, there's no question. And there are many who do not have a positive view of the church in general or Jesus specifically. While the big C church has to deal with that effect, you and your story of transformation and growth can be so meaningful when reaching out to someone else and in a way that's hard to ignore or dismiss. And I really believe that we can change the perspective of the church as we reach out to others in love and invitation and as we journey together in a a journey of faith. Our goal in reaching out is not just to get people into the doors of the church. For too long, people come, they visit and they leave. Our goal in reaching out is invitation certainly, but then in relationship, make sure people know what's next. Where do they start? Where do they go from there? Our goal is invitation to a clear process of discipleship, our pathway where people can explore and begin to be changed, begin to experience biblical teaching, begin to experience taking loving action, all while We walk in relationship and Jesus begins to unsettle and shape and change us. This is a wonderful process for all of us to follow and to invite others in and encourage people to explore and let Jesus begin to work on their hearts. As Pastor Holly and I processed this step, one of the things that got us most excited about is the outcome of this step, which is, as we keep saying, to see people invited to the discipleship pathway. We actually think this reflects very well the command to go and to make disciples, teaching people to obey, Uh, and that that is what we're inviting people to, is this very same process that we're on. That's something that I can do. That's something that you can do. So we're going to do two things. First, We want to create a library of accessible discipleship resources, kind of an on-demand kind of digital and in-print toolkit that will emphasize taking what we've learned and applying that to our everyday life and practice. Now, this will take some time for us to develop and build up, but we really hope uh, that this will be helpful helpful. The idea here is that we will have what we need to grow in faith no matter where we are and that these are resources that can be uh, used personally and given to others as well. Second, to help us connect with people who are not already connected with Jesus, we're going to use a tool called the BLESS model. Now, here's the fun thing about this. We're totally leaning into the cheesy nature of the fact that it's the word BLESS and it's an acronym. If you're using acronyms, you're doing church right. The BLESS model basically teaches us how to be good friends with others, and we hope to use this uh, for all of us to, to to learn how to reach out, connect with others, and invite them into a discipleship process. So we're really excited to uh, just share a little bit more about how we see these things working out. Uh, Pastor Hall and I will discuss here uh, what it, this, the what our hope and plans are for uh, resources available to everybody, and we'll talk through the blessed model together as we recognize and remember what God has done for us in his grace and mercy, that we have life even in the midst of while we were dead in our sin, and that that can be the story for everyone around us. And this should I just pray that this is motivating and exciting for all of us as we think about this process of what God has done for us in our own story and invite other people to a process, a discipleship process, where they can have their own story with the life-changing person, and truth of Jesus Christ. Let's discuss. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, our discussion this week. As you can see, uh, it looks a little bit different uh, from the past few weeks. Holly and I are not in the same location, but we're still able to uh, to record and and uh, have a really good conversation this way. Hi, Pastor Holly.
1: Hi, Pastor Kyle. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Well,
0: we just uh, heard about the last step of our discipleship pathway, uh, reaching mm-hmm. others, and so we want to talk a little bit about how we see that working. Uh, kind of a little bit more of the heart behind that, but we specifically want to talk about two things. Um, we talked, but we just kind of talked about the digital uh, uh, toolkit, well, digital and in print. The idea that we want to create resources that can be used. Um, uh, for our own personal spiritual growth, but that we can also give to others, and then we want to talk through the bless model and uh, the bless
1: model. Yeah,
0: yeah, so excited <laughs> about that. So, um, yeah. So, uh, the idea behind the the digital and in print uh, uh, resources. Let's talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I'm. This is. This is. I know. I say this every week, but this is really exciting to me to have these um, resources because I think we've shared before that that you and I and different staff members and board members we we have these um, conversations about all sorts of uh, you know the things that we're talking about here at Cross the the weekly messages and what we're learning from scripture and uh, and all of these things and those conversations are so rich. Yeah. Um, And, and we've talked about how do we, you know, share in this, uh, this rich learning with our community. So I think that's kind of the, um, the starting point of this plan.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, this kind of goes back to even the first uh, step of our discipleship pathway, which is biblical teaching. Uh, we really see the the kind of r- resources and materials that we want to use to equip the church working all throughout this process. But um, when we think specifically about engaging in biblical teaching and reaching others, um, mm-hmm. it's really important that we have things that we can use uh, right now uh, and that we can use for our own growth and getting closer to Jesus, but also um, be able to pass on to others. So some of these things that we're thinking about, um, I know we mentioned maybe in the first week, which is uh, you and I are going to create some things like a podcast, uh, weekly devotionals mm-hmm. that we can um, we can send to people to uh, focus on the, uh, a weekly focus uh, our, of our mm-hmm. teaching. But there's also going to be other types of things like we are putting together right now Uh, Some online classes uh, kind of on demand that you could go and uh, on at your own pace kind of work through uh, some things. One we're putting together is called Faith Foundations, um, which is an essentially what are the beginning aspects and elements of the Christian faith? And uh, so those include some videos that you can watch and some discussion questions And those kinds of things. Uh, We also want to provide resources for how to read scripture, how to pray, um, all of those kinds of things. And so we want to have a broad range of stuff that really uh, give us tools that we need to grow in our walk with Jesus and as a church community.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I love the the on demand aspect because we're all in different places in our spiritual journeys, and so this gives. These resources give people the opportunity to um, to learn and grow right where they are. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean waiting for the next cycle of classes yeah. to come around in a year or two, yeah. but just having it available uh, yeah. right away. And so easily shareable, too. When you yes. mentioned the podcast, I was thinking every single podcast that I listen to on a regular basis was recommended to me by yeah. someone else. Yeah. Um, so you know how easy is it to 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 share that link or to you know send someone a text with that podcast in it uh, and all of these materials will be shareable in that way yeah.
0: yeah so the idea is that we're creating a page on our website or we will be creating a page on our website that has all of these uh, tools available uh, it'll be really clear understandable uh, easily accessible but like i said like we said it'll take some time for us to build that so one of the ways uh, that we are, we're excited. Uh, we're going to be working on this hard uh, in the next month, um, mm-hmm. kind of get that ready. And, and one of the way, one of the things that is um, allowing us to do that is Pastor Mark Morrison. Um, I talked about him last week, and uh, he is going to come and uh, preach for us at Crossview for the for the next three weeks. So the first yeah. three weeks, as we move into Advent and Christmas. And, uh, I'm so excited. Number one, I love Pastor Mark. He's amazing. Uh, and I know so many of our church know him because, uh, he has served here before as the lead pastor uh, some years ago. Um, but what that's going to do is it's going to let us start to get ahead, um, we're going to start work on our on our on our series and our resources for the month of January and beyond. So yeah. we get that opportunity to to spend a few weeks just really trying to prepare well for the beginning of the year while we hear from uh, Pastor Mark. Uh, I'm so thankful for that.
1: Oh, that is that's great news for sure. And I know you know Pastor Mark has been very. Uh, Uh, influential in my life. And I know in yours as well. And, uh, and so many here at Crossview. And if, if, uh, if folks haven't had a chance to meet or hear from him before, I think they're uh, in for a treat. That's, that's going to be a great few weeks to hear from Pastor Mark. And, um, and yeah, I'll, I'll just say thank you to, uh, to the, the church for, um, you know, being gracious and allowing us to take those weeks to prepare for January, because I think that's, uh, that's, that's going to be worth it, and there is some work that needs to go into it to yeah. launch that well. So, yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So that's that. That's the the uh, equipping resources. Uh, we're really excited about that. So now, what we'd like to talk about is let's talk about this Bless model that we are <laughs> leaning into. Uh, and so, th- thank you for hanging on, everyone, for a bit of a longer conversation section uh, this yeah. time. But this is all really, really important. So we talked about the idea of uh, that our lives are different because of the story that we have with Jesus, right? And and that Paul uses this language that's this really amazing uh, language in Ephesians, which is that he recognizes that his salvation in Jesus is not just his, but it's for everyone. And he's talking specifically to two different groups of people that were once at odds, enemies, um, and are now one in the Lord. And he says, this can be the story for all of us. And so part of the idea of the blessed model, which I had mentioned before in the, in the message, is it teaches us how to build relationships with other people yeah. so that we can invite them into a process of discipleship themselves and begin the story. And again, we just want to continue to reiterate the whole, there's, you know, the goal of the process that we're trying to outline is to see people fall in love with Jesus, right? right. To give give their heart to Jesus, whether that's um, more of their heart to Jesus or give their heart to Jesus for the very first time.
1: Right. right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's what we were talking about last week as well, when, when Paul talked about freely giving what has been freely received yes. and that is, is tied into this. What I love about um, the the message today when you're talking about um, the Gentiles and the Jews who are, um, are are being brought together these these disparate groups of people being brought together uh, what I love about that in the New Testament is it's not two groups of people who have become like one another it's not the Gentiles making the Jews like them or the Jews making the Gentiles like them. it's both are changed and yes. shape uh, more and more into the likeness Good. of right and that's what what we want to see too. So when we're inviting people into discipleship, it's not to make them look like us. Right. It's to invite them to look like Jesus. Yes. um, absolutely exciting
0: yeah so exciting so what we're going to do is we're going to show you some slides here on the screen pastor holly and i are going to move down a little bit and we're going to kind of just share with you the bless model we uh i mentioned that the bless model we're leaning into what we call like the cheesiness of of the idea that it's the word bless and that it's an acronym and you and i've had a lot of fun talking about this but it's cheesy because um you know the idea of bless being a primary word in kind of christian language um, <laughs> but also just that uh you know historically the church has really used a lot of acronyms
1: yeah yeah it's very cheesy we are uh, embracing the uncoolness of this that's right
0: but we we really hope that uh The idea is that we all have, we're talking about clarity and consistency. We all have a process that we know we're going to use to build relationships with other people.
1: Absolutely. And we're, you know what, Pastor Kyle, we are consistently cheesy.
0: Yeah. Yes, we we are. (laughs) That's really great. Okay. So let's walk through these uh, together and we'll talk through what each of these means. So the first is B. Um, So B stands for, for us, begin with prayer and an area of passion. So I think this one needs the most explanation Mm -hmm. um, of, of the blessed model. But obviously, as we think about beginning a relationship with other people, relationship that will lead people to a relationship with Jesus, it has to be bathed in prayer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just every relationship that we have, I I would uh, think, you know, we encounter a person throughout the day and we pray for them and pray for, uh, for open eyes and open hearts to, uh, to know and see them better.
0: Yeah. So, so I think that part is pretty easy to understand. We want to begin with prayer. The second part of this is that um, we want to identify in our lives where each of us have a unique area of passion and a set of relationships that are connected to that passion. Yeah, um, and so we're thinking about how can we identify the people that that only that only I have uh, that network of relationships where I can influence them. So. All of us have an area of passion in our lives. Uh, one of the jokes, speaking of cheesy, one of the jokes <laughs> that uh, that I keep using is uh, as an example of this is: uh, Let's say you have a passion for motorcycles. <laughs> I really right. want to have a passion for motorcycles. <laughs> My wife you does not want like, me to have a
1: passion. For no, <laughs> no. I like that you'd like to have that passion. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but let's say you do have a passion for motorcycles. It's likely you have a network of relationship of of people who all. Also have a passion for motorcycles or motorcycle riding or something like that. Yeah. Right there, you've just identified a group of people that share something you love, and that um, uh, that you only you have those kinds of relationships with that yeah. you can reach, right. and that's helpful for us thinking about um, specific people that we want to connect with
1: yeah it is and and i think that that speaks to the truth that that uh every area of our lives is uh is is becoming sanctified and more like jesus and that, that is not just our you know what we do at church or what we do on sunday morning but it's all of our lives and so and that includes our interests and hobbies and passions and, and all of those things. And I mean, that could be a group of people who would like to have a passion for riding motorcycles, but <laughs> whose spouses veto it. Yeah, just exactly. it particular. <laughs> so um, I, I just think it's so important to remember that that there is not uh, one part of our lives that's holier than yes. another. Yes. Um, and it, it all can be uh, used for the kingdom of God. Yes.
0: Okay, so the second step of our BLESS model um, is the L, which is listen to others. You want to share with us about uh, the second step?
1: Yeah, I mean, listening to others is, is that there's a little bit, it's kind of self-explanatory there. But but really, I think that this is just such a key uh, part of any friendship any relationship it would be listening to others and uh, and listening deeply you know there there there's a skill involved in listening yes. well to others and we talk about active listening where yes. you are are listening to understand not listening to respond you're not formulating your uh, your response as the other person is is sharing, um, and there are ways to listen to others without just sitting down. This works too, but without just sitting down and saying, "You know, tell me your life story." Yeah. Uh, we can be observant and good listeners, um, even without those conversations that might take some time to to develop. So, uh, yeah, this is just to to hear someone else's story and experience in a in a, a non judgmental. Uh, way that just, uh, welcomes them. Yeah. Uh, so, so important.
0: Absolutely. Thank you that you're absolutely right about that. The third, uh, step, the E, uh, stands for, uh, eating with others. And, and we understand that this is difficult to do right now in the midst of a pandemic where we can't really get together. Um, but the idea of this step is that however we can facilitate, just really generous hospitality. Oftentimes, yeah. um, you know, relationships are deeply formed around the table where you're sharing a meal and you're talking and you're visiting and you're sharing your story. This is a lot of where sharing your story begins. But what it does is just engender a lot of love, uh, goodwill, uh, and, and foster openness between people and so yeah. however this happens, um, whether we have to do that online over Zoom or over a, a FaceTime call or or something, if we can, uh, you know, at some point get together again safely. This is a really key aspect of 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 a building relationship.
1: Yeah, it is. And, you know, we I don't think that right now we can't gather to eat, but food is a universal language. And I think there are ways to express this even now, just the other day, a member of our Crossview community gave me butternut squash from her garden (laughs) and I uh, I can't sit down and eat with her, but it just, that act is so hospitable. Um, And so, you know, there are ways to do this without being uh, sitting down at a table together.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's this, that's uh, this third step E, the fourth step. Um, is uh, really touches on what we talked about in the second step of our discipleship pathway, which is to serve others. And so, as yeah. you're building relationship, you're beginning with prayer. You've identified these people that you have a unique set of relationships with. You're you're listening well. Uh, you're spending time together in hospitality, eating together, sharing food. Then you will find opportunities that you have to to serve them, to do something. Uh, we talked about this in step two as um, you know, taking loving action on someone else's behalf. And I well, think as we grow in relationship and, and our love for other people, we'll, we'll have opportunity to say, you, 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 there's something that I might be able to do for you. Um, because I love you because of what Jesus has done for me. And so yeah. then we take advantage of, of serving someone else in love. Yeah. Yeah. So the last step, uh, our last S, Um, is to share your story. And this is kind of, this brings us all the way back to the beginning of the message time, just a bit ago, um, which is that um, we want to be people that share our stories. Um, But one of the things that we, you and I have talked about, Holly, in this a lot is to understand how our story has been uh, uh, influenced or made different because of what Jesus has done in our lives. So that we have to understand our story within the story of Jesus. Right. Uh, and then as we share our story with other people, we encourage those people to begin their own story with Jesus.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And this is not, you know, I I, I hope you all hear when we say this, that we don't mean, you know, have an outline of, right. uh, we, we would sometimes call it your testimony of, of having this formulaic, you know, um, brief synopsis of your life. But this is a, a deeper Uh, uh, sharing of your story within relationship as the context makes sense for you. And um, it's really inviting other people into your life and your story. And since that is shaped by Jesus, it's inviting them into his story uh, as well.
0: Yes. And so the goal of this whole process, and we—I said it earlier—and this I just took from you, Holly, because as we were talking about this, you said this is just essentially teaches us how to be a good friend. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah, um,
0: and I think that's really true. And if we think about that, maybe that's a lot less of a—that's a—it's less intimidating in terms of trying to help connect people who are not already to Jesus, or not mm-hmm. already connected to Jesus, and and bring them to a point where they can connect with Jesus because that's the whole idea is that we are being changed and formed and we're inviting other people into the same process so that they can be changed and formed uh, and give their heart to the Lord Jesus.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, so we're really excited about this. We see that this, um, we see uh, the need for, as as we begin our discipleship pathway journey, We'll talk more about specifically the bless model. We'll probably put together some trainings um, mm-hmm. so we can spend some time talking about how does this look and how do we do this so that we are all as prepared as we can be uh, to to build relationships with others and invite others into a process of finding and following Jesus.
1: Yep, that's exactly it. It's about building relationships. Yep. And, and that's that's the bridge. So the bridge. Uh, so
0: last thing we just want to say about this whole process, um, as, as we end our series together and as we, uh, as we end uh, this time specifically, um, that our plan is to begin, uh, uh, to, we, we've talked with the word launch. We're going to launch the whole discipleship pathway beginning in January after yeah. we, uh, get, after we um, come through our Advent and Christmas season. And we're so excited to start Advent and Christmas next week. Yeah. And we hope to make that as personal as possible and just a really good time for us um, over these next few weeks. And then starting in January, uh, we're excited to launch uh, our discipleship pathway.
1: Yeah, that is exciting. What a what a way to kick off the new year. I think we're all ready for a new year. Yes. Um, so let's celebrate uh, Advent and Christmas and then yeah. um, start anew.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, as always, uh, you can go to our website and see these conversations and read more about this stuff. And uh, we will just continue to talk about it and, and, and dive into this uh, as we get closer to, closer to January. Um, and as uh, we move forward, as God has called us as a church uh, into 2021 and beyond, we're so excited and we're so thankful for the Lord's leading. And we're so thankful for our, our staff, our board and our church yeah. and all of the ways that, that God has confirmed through so many of us working together Uh, Mm -hmm. that this is the direction he has for us. All right. Blessings on you all. Have a great rest of your week. Let's continue in worship.